<laughs> Lovely now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at how to actually teach body positivity to kids. I know that many of you out there have young children, but also tweens and teenagers. How do we instill in them how to have really strong body positivity, how to have shame resilience around their body and how to build their self-esteem? If you're ever looking for a speaker, someone to come in and talk to your kids at your local school, your local group, whatever your organization happens to be, if you're looking for an engaging speaker to come and talk about self-esteem, body image, then I'm your gal. Contact details are below and for those listening on the podcast, just go to www.moreconfidence.com.au Fill out the contact form and I will get back to you as soon as we possibly can. And perhaps I could be coming and speaking to you and your group, your school, your organization live right in front of you. A few episodes ago, we talked about body shame, what it is and how it affects us. And in that body shame episode, I talked about how 80% of women do not like their body. 80%. But what was even more staggering when I did the research around this was that it's the same number in 10-year-olds. 10-year-olds are afraid of being fat. 80% of young girls are actually worried about the way that they look. They're concerned about their bodies. We know it's awful as adults to be so worried about what we're looking like all the time and we're worried about the fadoba bits and the fat rolls. But let's think about it. When we're 10, 12, 14, body image issues are starting younger and younger. And with social media being something that's so important to our young people and also to us, it's only going to get worse. Now, it's not all doom and gloom. You can actually build resilience in your children. You can build a sense of self-esteem in them. So even though you've got all the people in the world telling you should be smaller and hide and be sexualized at a really young age, you can actually show them how to be a bit more resilient to those kind of messaging. So in this week's episode, I'm going to show you how to have some tangible things that you can do with your children on an ongoing basis from the time they're very young to be able to build their self-esteem, to be able to make sure that when they're seeing all these images telling them that who they are is not okay, that you can show them that they are absolutely and build that sense of self-esteem so that when they come up against these horrible things that are in the world, this messaging that is so damaging to our well-being, then they will be able to handle it a hell of a lot better. Let's get stuck into it. Body image issues have been closely correlated to symptoms like anxiety, depression, eating disorders, and absolutely suicide. When we don't like who we are, when we feel so contained within our body and wish that we were someone different, it can lead to a whole range of different feelings. I know as an adult that so many of you experience this. I know for myself that my body image issues didn't just go away because I reached a certain age. There seems to be a myth that, oh, you kind of get over all that stuff when you get older. It's not true. Unless you consciously work on it, sure, maybe by the time you're 50 or 60, you kind of go, Ugh, well, I'm not going to be young and beautiful anymore, so whatever. But that's not the same thing as feeling resilient, as to liking yourself and liking your body. 
the earlier that we can teach our young people how to actually lift themselves up, the better. Often parents ask me about how do I make sure that I'm teaching really positive traits about body positivity to my children without teaching them obesity. And it's again another common myth here that body positivity does not equal obesity promotion. It doesn't equal unhealthy promotion. It doesn't equal anything to do with making sure that being fat is okay or being unhealthy is okay. So do not confuse the two. Body positivity and self-esteem is about going, you're okay as you are. If health is something that needs to be improved, if there's some kind of situation whereby your children maybe are on that edge of obesity, on that edge of being unhealthy, maybe they don't move enough, maybe they're addicted to junk food. If you're in that kind of situation, having kids know how to hate themselves does not help. No one ever hated themselves healthy. When we can start from a point of view of self-love and self-acceptance, then we're bound to make better choices. I see this happen with all of my clients. When we feel more in love with ourselves, when we're more aligned, when we feel positive and healthy, we want to go out there and do more things. We want to fuel our body in a far more nourishing way than what we would when we feel like crap. Often what happens is that when our self-esteem is low, we want to reach for things, and that might be reaching for food. It might be reaching for comfort TV. We're less likely to want to eat really nourishing food because when we feel like crap, the chocolate bar sure feels good, but it perpetuates a cycle, doesn't it? You have the chocolate bar to make yourself feel better because you're not feeling great about yourself, and not long after that, you feel like crap about yourself a, because of the toxins and the sugars in your bloodstream, but B, because you go, oh, I did it again. I ate the food that I did the thing. Ugh. And maybe as adults, we understand this, but as kids, we don't necessarily understand this vicious cycle that we get stuck into. So body positivity is more about accepting where you are at because I don't know about you, but there's been times where I've taken photographs of myself when I've thought, oh my gosh, I'm so gross and overweight right now. And I've looked back on that five, ten years later and thought to myself, Luna, you were mad. You were so fit and toned and healthy then, yet up here between my ears told me something completely different. So no, body positivity is not about obesity promotion. It's about accepting where you are at. It's very difficult to make changes when you do not know where you are. So if change is something that you want to do or your children may need, then starting from a place of acceptance is really great. If you do not know how to love yourself at how you are right now, then when you get healthier, when you lose weight, you're still not gonna know how to love yourself. And all the body image issues remain. Body image is not about what your body looks like. Body shame and body image is more about the way we feel about ourselves. So it's irrelevant. Your child might need to move more and eat better food. You might need to move more and eat better food for the sake of your mental well-being. But do not confuse that with body positivity. Do not confuse that with the body image movement. Before I start giving you some steps on how to help your children through this, it has to be said 
This is kind of like the precursor. This is the prerequisite for you moving into all of this kind of work to helping your children. Let it be known. If you still have your own body image issues, you're gonna pass it on. Monkey see, monkey do. Our children do not do what we say, they do what we do. Ever since I was a little girl, my mum told me how beautiful I was. My mum told me that I could be anything. My mum told me a whole bunch of stuff. But when she stood in the mirror, I was like, oh, oh, or she's on a diet, or she's trying to lose weight, or she doesn't feel great about herself, or she's not standing up for herself. What's the result there? Exactly. So this prerequisite is that you have to address your own issues. Go see a coach, go see a mentor. I'm available for one-on-one -on -one work. I'm also available with your daughters as well. But if you don't necessarily want to spend time or the money, at least read some books, get some resources, educate yourself. There's heaps of free stuff on YouTube, including my work. So check out a whole range of my other videos. Search body positivity, search self-esteem. If you like therapy, go to therapy. If you want to go to some healer, go to some healer. But in order for you to teach your children how to have positive self-esteem and positive body image, you actually need to learn it for yourself. And it's okay if you learn it together. It's okay if it's a process. I have workshops for mums and daughters. It's something that we do together. So we're learning along the way in the process. You don't have to be perfect in order for you to set a good example. Providing that you're learning, providing that you're going through the process with your daughter, then you can be a positive role model towards her better life. So tip number one, you need to start the conversation early. As soon as you start seeing any kind of self-consciousness happen, as soon as you start seeing her looking in the mirror and pulling on herself or tugging, or she's flicking through magazines or she's looking at stuff online, even when she's a little girl, if you see her feeling self-conscious in any kind of way, then you must start having the conversation very, very early. It's never too early to build their self-esteem. The earlier that you start doing this, particularly when you're getting some warning signs, the better off they're gonna be in the long run. Some of the early warning signs can include talking about food, like making comments, oh, I probably shouldn't, I have to watch my weight. Little things like portion sizing and worried about food, worried about clothing, does it fit right, am I okay? You know, being self-conscious around their weight, being self-conscious about maybe their body changing as they go into prepubescence. Another warning sign is eating habits. Has their eating habits changed? Are they looking at, as I said before, portion controlling? Are they going, mm, I don't really want to eat that because I'm going to get fat? Pay attention to what's going on here. Another warning sign, notice who they're idolizing. Are they really enjoying people on the internet that are perhaps promoting really small sizes? Are they promoting being sexy all the time? Or are they promoting intelligence? Are they promoting strength and courage and sense of character? Have a look at who they're idolizing. And if they are idolizing people who maybe aren't in that kind of realm of a really positive role model, then try to have a conversation with them about that. Another warning sign is simply through the stages of puberty. And it can start really young. By the time I was nine, I was a 14 B bra. By the time I was 11, I was bleeding. And by the time I was 13, I pretty much looked like this. My body shape, I have a few more wrinkles now and I'm a hell of a lot more wiser, but my body looked like a full grown adult by the time I was 13. 
and it attracted a whole bunch of attention that I had no idea how to deal with because effectively I was still a child, a very early adolescent. So as our body changes, even from a really young age, don't just think that because they're 9 or 10 or 11 their body isn't going through changes. It is. Prepubescent is starting to kick in. Puberty happens to all of us at different rates. So for me, I felt completely ostracized and out because nobody else had armpit hair. Nobody else had to think about shaving. Nobody had to think about wearing bras or bleeding at school. No one had to do that when I was a kid. So it really made me feel uncomfortable in my body. I had stretch marks. All of these things that happened when I grew really quickly. It might not be the case for your child, but it could be the opposite. I'm not growing fast enough. All the kids in my school have boobs and I don't. Oh my gosh, I really wish that I get my period soon. We all have issues as we go through this. So start having the conversation as early as you possibly can. Tip number two is education. This is so much power in being educated. If your children, your daughters, understand that there's a huge amount of pressure in society, if you, they understand that when they see these images of perfection in the media, in movies, in, uh, across magazines, they'll understand that it's not necessarily real, that they're photoshopped and they're makeuped and it's been auto-touched, it's been a whole bunch of things to get that image on the magazine doesn't look like the person. Even think about makeup for a moment. You can do so many things with makeup to make your face look entirely different. So please educate your daughters as much as you possibly can about these issues. Tell them that the average size across the globe for a woman is a size 14, Australian. Yet when you go shopping, most of the sizes go from 12 down. So having that level of education, I never knew that for myself. I never knew that they do something called vanity sizing to make us feel better about ourselves. But what that means is you might go into one shop and be a size 12, go into another shop and you're a 16. And we place so much value on this arbitrary number that actually has nothing to do with any of our waist circumference or anything to do with our value. So educate them on that. Educate them that all bodies are different and they serve different purposes in the world. Somebody who's got a really long, lean frame, naturally, it's probably going to be great to do a sport like ballet. Somebody that's got a bigger, thicker frame might be better, you know, doing lots of squats and weightlifting, if that's something that you're into. But all bodies can do all things. It's just that some bodies are going to be more inclined to different kind of activities. But teach them that all bodies can do all of the things. And that all bodies have a place. That all bodies are welcome and okay. Show them people in the media of all different sizes. Just look up women Olympic athletes and you will see the dancers who are long and lean and thin and then you'll see the weightlifters and then you'll see the swimmers who have got broad shoulders. You might get the gymnasts who are, who are short and petite. Then you might get the shot putters who have got a bit more weight on them. There's a huge range of different bodies out there. Expose your daughters to all of them and educate them about what's going to happen through this puberty. Yes, stretch marks. I remember I had big purple lines all down my breast, my tummy, my hips, my thighs. I had purple stretch marks everywhere and I was so ashamed of them because I thought I was the only one. Over the years they've faded into my like tiger lines as they call them. But educate your girls that as they go through puberty these things might happen and that they will fade and maybe you get them bio oil and you help them through the process of this ever-changing body that is magnificent. 
let's take away the shame of what happens when you bleed, that you're going to leak, that there are going to be times where you flood and you can't help it. These are all about educating our daughters to love our bodies and to be prepared a little bit to what the hell's going to happen. Puberty can be quite brutal. Tip three, if you are not willing to be vulnerable, then they will not either. Talk through your struggles with your daughter. You don't have to be perfect, as I said before. If you feel a little bit uncomfortable and you're being brave about something that you're doing, share it with her. Be vulnerable enough to show your strengths and your weaknesses, your areas of improvement. Then she will feel much better coming to you when she goes, oh, I'm having an issue with my body today because I don't know what to wear. And it's taking me 45 minutes to make an outfit choice because I'm worried about X, Y, and Z. Talk to her. Tip number four, you need to lift them up through their character. So start having conversations about what you really admire in them. Are they creative? Are they really a gentle soul? Do they have a great sense of humour? Are they kind? Are they caring? Do they lift other people up around them? Start paying attention and complimenting them on their character. You know, if they look really beautiful in a dress one day because they're going to their school formal, tell them that they look radiant. Not that they're gorgeous. And I know that we like to feel gorgeous and we like to feel pretty. But if you've ever had moments when you don't feel so great and someone goes, don't worry about it, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. You're like, ooh. So now I know not only don't feel beautiful, but I need to believe this lie that this person's telling me, or I feel shame for not thinking that I'm beautiful. So try some different tactics. Wow, your skin is glowing today. You know what, I love how much you're shining at the moment. You can still talk physical attributes, but do it in a way that doesn't just denote the way that they look, but the way that they're being and the way that they're showing themselves to the world. And my final tip is encourage really positive role models. Perhaps you like my work and you want to watch videos and you want her to follow me on social media then encourage that. There's artists like Lizzo, who is a beautiful woman of color, who's just come out of the US, who's been working very hard, and all her, all her talk is about loving her body. Someone like Billie Eilish, who has gone up against a lot of things as a young woman, but is still willing to be herself. Artists like Tones and I, even people like Brene Brown. Brene Brown is a vulnerability and shame researcher, but she has a really beautiful message about being authentic and being herself. Find people that you can put in her way that inspire and lift her to be the best version of her inside out, not outside. Sometimes in, but mostly just outside. Put strong role models in front of her. And P.S. You become a strong role model. Most of all, teach them that they are perfect the way that they are. That everybody is unique and that's what makes them perfect and wonderful. That each and every part of component there will always be somebody who may not like them, but as long as they like and love themselves, then that is the most important thing. Drive that home for yourself and it will pass on to them. Coaching and mentoring is available through me for you and your daughters. Speaking is also available if you'd like me to come to your school, if you'd like me to come to your organization or your group and have a conversation about any of the topics that I cover in my work, just get in touch, moreconfidence.com.au. New episodes come out every week on Facebook, Instagram TV, YouTube, and of course, right here on the podcast and wherever you get them. So until next week, I hope you have an absolutely beautiful time connecting with your children and connecting with your daughters to help them see the love that's inside of them. Happy self-loving.